Hi friends, thanks for joining us. Smash that subscribe button, leave a like. It really helps us get the word out and helps the channel grow. Benny, where can they find us on social media? Yeah, you can find us, Ray Benny Sports. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Good old TikTok. Indeed. Ooh, we got CFL hot topics, NFL hot topics, NFL predictions, but let's start off with some, oh, we also got some Winnipeg Jets and NHL talk because Benny's wearing the jersey. Let's start off with some CFL predictions going into the home stretch of the CFL season. Our Winnipeg Blue Bombers are visiting the BC Lions. Thoughts on that game? It'll be an interesting game with uh, all those guys being sat. I, I guess not all those guys. Kalaros for sure. A um, few guys out with injury. Hardrick is doubtful. Mm -hmm. uh, Dietrich Nichols is also away. Uh, personal matter. So it'll be a bit of a different team. Um, you know, I, I may have to just with the guys that are out. Uh, no. You know what? I'm going to stick with Winnipeg. Still winning this game over BC. I was going to swing to BC there a little bit. But as long as no other guys sit out. You know, if Stanley Bryant plays, I think the Bombers will be okay and be competitive. Drew Brown, we've shown a scene. He, he can actually play. He looked pretty good so far this year. Yeah, Drew Brown is quite the athlete, and uh, I'm, I'm excited to see him play, see what he can do with a lot of the number ones. Like you mentioned, a couple number ones will be out. Uh, I think Couture is actually starting next game. Uh, oh, I guess five. So who's moving to Hardrick's spot then? Is, I don't uh, know. I guess we'll see. Yeah. Uh, so... With that said, uh, I think I'm going to take BC at home. They have a lot more to play for. Uh, they'll probably be more physical. Uh, and they'll want to beat the Bombers. The, the Bombers are just that team to beat, uh, that everyone brings their best from week to week. So I think uh, with Bombers going on the road, nothing is at stake. I know you can say, oh, it's a, it's a game. We'll still go in prepared and good to go. It's a little different when you already clinched the West Final. You know you might be playing these guys. You probably won't show them everything you have in your playbook. You'll probably have a slimmed down playbook with Drew Brown, so I'm going to take the BC Lions at home. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all true with all that stuff. I mean, the Bombers could definitely go in vanilla offense. Um, the one thing is they'll have most of their D. Jeffco was questionable, so maybe that he'll come out and play. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Bombers have nothing to play for, like you said, besides getting a 16-2 and record, which at the end of the day is nothing without a great cup. So Exactly. Yeah, they BC's got always. a great chance. Great yeah. chance for BC to take these games from the Bombers and end up hosting the West uh, semis. We better take advantage. Rematch in Ottawa. Al's versus Bobby Dice and the Red Blacks. I'm going to take Bobby Dice and the Red Blacks, mostly because it's Bobby Dice. And I love cheering <laughs> for the Winnipegger. And I think he should get the job. Did you see that press, not press conference, the uh, the the video about the on the team? In the locker room? The win? Yeah, a lot of yeah, that yeah. bombs by Bobby Dice. That's yeah. some North End spirit right there. So I'm going to cheer for Bobby Dice to win this uh, rematch. Even though it's hard to win a back-to-back -back in any kind of league, I'll take them. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to take Montreal in this one. Um, Ackland's out for Ottawa. Big loss there. Um, Montreal can clinch a uh, playoff spot with a win here, but I'll take Montreal. I don't think they're going to get beat twice by Ottawa. Let's look at Hamilton and Calgary. Both teams with playoff implications on this game. Hamilton still to get in. Calgary still fighting for position and home field yes uh who do you got in this one uh Simone Lawrence back Malik Henry out for Calgary but still gonna go with Calgary at home uh Hamilton still too inconsistent Dane Evans ever since that bomber game I don't know what happened to him he was like he was like the MOP in that game and then all of a sudden he's reverted back to himself I think Calgary yeah. will win this one probably easily 
I agree. Calgary at home. Jack Meyer, they're still trying to Jake Meyer, they're still trying to get that offense rolling. Even with Malik Henry out, they still got some good weapons. Uh, they still got a stout running game. They still got a great defense. So Calgary to take it at home. Uh, last matchup of the week, the Argos visiting the Elks, who are bound to win at home, but I don't <laughs> think it's going to be this week. I think Toronto's still trying to find their groove. They still got a lot of work to do going into the playoffs. So uh, I'm going to take Toronto on the road to beat Edmonton because they're no good at home. No, 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 they're not good at all. I mean, yes, they got some wins on the road this year, but they're better I mean, on they the road. They haven't looked good. I'm going with Toronto as well. Uh, Argos win. Montreal lost is Toronto the East um, and it wrapped up. It, it, it's interesting. Do you think if Toronto were to wrap it up, would they rest guys or would they continue to play? Because they still don't have that rhythm. Like they don't look great all the time. No, they haven't earned the time off. Yeah, uh, they have to play through the stuff they're trying to figure out, and maybe it's mostly on Dinwiddie, because yeah. the inconsistency there reflects on his coaching, which is very inconsistent. Um, they're a team that no one really goes into confidence uh, taking unless they're playing a team like Edmonton. Yeah, and and they then like you say, I think a lot of that does fall on Dinwiddie's shoulders because he's been there for a few years now and still continues the, to make the same mistakes or the same coaching mistakes over and over, right? Yeah. So he definitely needs the experience more. So yeah, you could rest guys and he could still be calling the same same kind of plays and the same kind of mistakes, but he'll he'll have to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's go back to BC where they got uh, some good news with Nathan Rourke. A little bit of clips online, seeing him throw the ball. You know, it's still uh, not ready to go, but they're hoping in one of these last four games that they have that they will see Rourke get some in-game action, maybe not a whole game, but some spot duty and perhaps be ready for the playoffs. Exciting? Yeah, that'd be crazy because that instantly puts BC back as a contender. Right now, they're kind of on that fence and probably on the other, or close to the other side of it, not being a contender with Vernon Adams at the helm. Yeah. O'Rourke would definitely boost them back up. And it's good good to see him throwing. Um, it'll be interesting to see if he gets out there. Campbell says there's a chance, you mm-hmm. know, not a guarantee. But he's not putting him out there for false hope or anything either. So, yeah, that hopefully goes well for him. Well, he had that Linz Frank sprain or Linz Frank foot injury. So, and he had surgery. You don't want to put this guy in too early if his mobility is not there. Because he won't be as effective as a QB without his mobility. And that probably puts him in more danger. Uh, even anything less than 80%, I think, is pretty dangerous for, to put that guy in for the team yeah. to win and for his future. Yeah. So I hope they take it nice and easy. Don't force him in. Uh, don't give him like a full game to end the season. Give him some spot duty. And As a Bomber fan, kind of don't want to see him. As a CFL fan, it's cool to see him making a comeback. Yeah, that that's that's the biggest thing. Wait to make sure he's you know close to 100% as possible. Uh, don't risk it because then you know he'll always be back next year. You don't want him to re-injure and then set back for next year at all or anything like that. So yeah, make sure he's ready to go. I agree. I don't want to see him in there as a bomber fan, but for the CFL and for the games, it'd be pretty exciting. That's how good he is. He makes BC a great cup t- contender. Yeah, they're not a sure. great cup contender. I don't believe they're a great cup contender with Brennan Adams. I think no. they're a team that could pull off a couple wins in the playoffs if they're feeling it, but with Rourke, that's next level right there. Yeah, uh, they'll have a tough time against Calgary with Vernon Adams. So, oh, he's inconsistent. Vernon, yeah. he is who we think he is. Good for halves, good for quarters, but not so far, not full games. No, one good season. That's it. <laughs> Dynasty of none. Uh, <laughs> let's look at, we talked about the Great Cup uh, Bombers. 
looking to send in a proposal for a 2024-2025 perhaps Grey Cup. Thoughts on that? Are you excited? Of course, the politicians getting in on that, the government already committing $5 million to this bid. Yeah, I'm I'm on board with it. I mean, it it usually brings in a ton more money than than what they put out for it. So that'll be good. Uh, they haven't hosted since what 2015 or something, right? Yeah. So you want to kind of? It's too bad they didn't have a great cup in you know in the this year or last year or next year kind of thing, right? Because by 2025, you know, maybe it's back to rebuilding kind of things again, but. You know, you got to cash in. Well, you never know. It's three whoa, more years whoa, from now, right? Whoa, whoa. Things change or whatever. So you whoa. you want to cash in while the team's really good and have a chance to play a great cup at home as well, right? Yeah. So it would be nice if it was, in, you know, now or a couple of years, but three years, you might be pushing it. Well, two years, I guess, if they get to 2024. It's not bad. This is a brand that can bring like $90 million into yeah. the Winnipeg slash Manitoba economy. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Last great cup was here. That was fun. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. Our stadium isn't the best for a Grey Cup. On a path like on like Banjo Bowl, walking through concessions is horrible. Yes. I don't know. Is it like that at other stadiums? It wasn't like that. Well, I shouldn't use Sky Dome as any kind of uh, benchmark. There, Sky Dome is cavernous on the busiest of days. So, but it, there's just no room to move. The state, the seating setup kind of sucks. I hope it's configured better uh, going into this next Grey Cup. Yeah, I mean, the only other one I, I've been to is Taylor Field, and that one wasn't great either. So maybe Mosaic's better with the concourse. But like you say, yeah, it's tight. Um, so when you get 33,000 in there, even over 30,000 at all, it's you're, you're spending a lot of time. Just like, hey, the West Final last year, I spent the whole quarter trying to get hot chocolate. Oh, I, <laughs> and then I'm, they ran out. Of course they did. <laughs> and they ran out. They ran out of hot chocolate in August. It, that makes no sense. No. <laughs> uh, no. But yeah, the, I hope the Bombers are able to configure that stadium better because I think last time the Great Cup was here, uh, didn't even venture back to the seats. Just kept walking around and around because it took that long to get back to the section. Yeah, it's tough because they got a lot of stuff in the concourse and, you know, selling food, drinks or Ooh. whatever, you know, that kind of push out and then that, you know, it squeezes everything in quite a bit more. So, yeah, I love IGF, but don't even get me yeah. started on the whole building process and what was done and cracked cement and anyways we should move yeah forward. great great seating all that great views great sound in there but yeah some stuff just didn't work out can't go back no <laughs> tear it down hey canadians let's go to the nfl let's look at some nfl predictions this week let's start off with the bills versus chiefs what a good matchup there you yeah. can go first on this one yeah, how come this is not a Sunday night or Monday night game? We get to watch the Broncos again or whatever on Monday night. What's the score in this barn burner of the Commanders against? Who are they playing even? It doesn't matter. Who's the Bears. Programming? Who, it was 3 nothing in the second. What is going on now? This is ridiculous. It, it is 12-7 with about two minutes left for the Commanders. Oh, my gosh. They're going to be leaving by the fourth quarter no matter what, those fans. Well, yeah, yeah. it's in Chicago, so I'm surprised if they haven't left yet already. Go Justin Fields. Bills versus Chiefs wearing those beautiful orange jerseys. Bills versus Chiefs. Who you got in that matchup? I'm going to go with the Bills. Um, I expect high-powered offenses, obviously. Um, The Bills do have the slightly better D. As long as they get a bunch of their injured guys back, uh, they should give the Chiefs a little bit of trouble. Mm. But I still think there will be lots of points in this game, but I'll take the Bills on the road. I as well will take the Bills. I think they're hungry to, to avenge that OT loss. Last year, yeah. well, not last year. This is just this year in the playoffs in January. 
so I think the Bills, with a slightly better defense, will win, uh, and they won't have to depend on overtime or any of that silliness. It's going to be an awesome game, though. Yeah, exactly. Cowboys, Eagles, NFC beast division. Yeah. NFC least for the longest time. Yeah, NFC beast for now. Uh, I'm going to take the dynamic Cowboys defense uh, to give the Eagles their first egg of the year. Either thoughts on that? Yeah, the defense will be tough for the Cowboys for sure. I'm going to slightly lean to the Eagles just because they'll have the better, slightly better offense than Cooper Rush unless somehow Dak gets back in there, but I don't even know how he would be. Um, it'll be, a, I think it'll be both defenses will be good. It'll be a quite the defensive battle on both sides. I think the Eagles will come out on top. Yeah, I think they'll, they'll, the Cowboys will probably continue as they have been really leaning on that rushing game rather than have to put it on the shoulders of Cooper Rush. Yeah, uh, but they might have to if they get behind late in the game. We'll see what Cooper Rush can do. Yeah, if he balls out and uh, has to come back for a victory or something like that, oof, mm, that'll up that know. controversy a bit. Well, for sure. Let's look <laughs> at this barn burner: the Patriots versus the Browns. Uh, not really a ratings grabber, but a very interesting matchup. It was really hard for me to pick in this one. Who do you got? Uh. Did you hear that Deshaun Watson's facing another lawsuit? Well, he ain't playing this week. <laughs> I know. Um, I'm going to go with the Browns. Clown. Uh, what a clown. Yeah, he is a clown. It, things just keep getting worse. And the fact that he gets to come back in this league possibly this year is kind of ridiculous. But uh, I'm going to go with the Browns. Um, yeah, I mean, not much else to say on this. You know, Belichick really shut down that uh, Detroit Lions D or yeah. offense, sorry, last week. But Chubb has just been playing unreal. Brissett's just got to not make mistakes. I don't think there'll be much scoring in this game, actually. I think both defenses will be pretty good, again, on another one. But yep. Browns for me. I got the Browns on this one. I also got Chubb going nuts. The Patriots are giving up more than 130 yards rushing per game this season. Uh, you know, so, yeah, they stopped Detroit, but they're not going to be able to stop Chubb at home. Yeah, Browns? Detroit was missing a lot of guys, mm. too. So that That's not happening. Helped, so. I'm taking the Browns to beat uh, Detroit. Chubb will eat. Oh, that rhymed. Yeah, that was pretty good. Write that down. Put that in the comments. (laughs) What's your best NFL rhyme, friends? Put that in the comments section. Last matchup of the week, Bengals versus Saints. I'm going to take the Saints on this one. I really liked what they did with Taysom Hill, uh, and I'm not confident in the Bengals. They, They just haven't found that magic, and it's frustrating for someone who took the Bengals to make the Super Bowl, but I'm going to take the Saints. Uh, Saints at home with their defense to stop the Bengals. Wait a minute. Didn't you take both these teams? Oh, yeah. This is my Super Bowl matchup. <laughs> this is a Super Bowl preview, friends. Look at that. I didn't even notice that when I picked this game. I, you know, until you said it out loud there, I was like, wait a minute. They're both in there. <laughs> so this is it, friends and neighbors. The Super Bowl preview of this year. Put that down. Good, good eye. Good ear. Good remembering. Wow. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go opposite you and pick the Bengals. Um, D is actually playing pretty good. Um, I think they'll be able to shut Taysom Hill. I, Winston may be back, but he may be missing some weapons. Michael Thomas. Uh, Olave is still a game-time decision. Concussion protocol, so we'll see what happens there. Um, yeah, Bengals for me. Bengals, Saints, Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Who did you end up picking? Do you remember? Bengals. You picked the Bengals, right? Bengals. Yeah. See, what a great story. The Bengals <laughs> avenged this loss. 
in the Super Bowl. There you go. Friends, put your uh, Super Bowl predictions in the comments section if you haven't already. Uh, NFL Hot Topics. Already one coach being run over by the firing bus, Matt Rule, in Carolina. Who else is on the hot seat? I'm going to go. I, I have a couple, but the, the one I think maybe might be more is Cliff Kingsbury um, of the Cardinals. Um, underperforming a little bit this year. Defensively, they haven't been very good. Yeah. Kyler Murray still hasn't been consistent enough, and the offense hasn't. Um, so I think if he loses a couple more games, uh, his seat could get really hot, and he may be the next one gone. Mm, uh, yeah, I think a lot of these coaches that I've been looking on the hot seat, I have a couple, like Lovey Smith, Dennis Allen, who I just talked about in the Saints, if they can't straighten out. But I think both of those guys are going to they're gonna survive the season. Yeah, I think Lovey Smith is just a placeholder in the first place anyways. Uh, but I think Ron Rivera, he's on the hot seat, even before his stupid talk about Carson Wentz or his mis- mix-up about Carson Wentz. This dude's on the hot seat, and you know what? I wouldn't blame him if he left. That organization is a joke. Did you hear about this owner now? Oh, yeah. This guy got a private investigator to get dirt on other owners and the commissioner, and yeah. he'll use it, including his friend and the only guy who supported him, Jerry Jones. Uh, what? Get Ron Rivera, don't wait to be fired. Quit. Get out of there, trash was, organization. Was, he's actually on my list as well, on the hot seat as well. And, and the commander is just, they've been poor and him criticizing Wentz like that. And, you know, your team's got to be better too all around. Um, but I agree. I don't even understand why he took this job in the first place. Cause it's not like Schneider became an a-hole in the last two years. I mean, there is the stories about him even before and Ron Rivera, you know, he's a good, good person and all that. So it's like, why would you go there? Like, are you thinking you're going to fix the organization and all that? Without a doubt. He thought he'd bring a culture fix. Yeah. But you can't change the owner, man. That's pride. That's a pride call there. Yeah. Yeah, like you can fix the team. You can have the team playing a certain way, but there's no changing that owner, man. Not at all. And, and, and you know what? I hope all this stuff comes out because, you know, the NFL kind of needs to be blown up a little bit. So if he does have info or whatever, yeah, hey, let it all out, man. Like, I look at all the trash with Hockey Canada. And that organization is, what, a thousand times smaller than the NFL. Yeah. You telling me there isn't institutional garbage going on in the NFL? Oh, big For time. sure, let it For out. For sure, man. Let it all out. It's uh, going on. And then the commissioner's job is to keep it all under wraps. So... Of course, when you're being paid like 30 plus million by each yeah. team, of course, you're going to try and keep it under wraps. It doesn't make sense otherwise to pay a commissioner that much money. Really, Isn't that crazy? Because <laughs> yeah. you're yeah. controlling. He, Yeah, his best interest or his most, whatever it's called, is making sure that the teams are safe and the owners are safe. Yeah. What a CYA, cover your ass, cover everybody else's ass. I like that. Cover your CYA. <laughs> uh, NHL talk? Yeah. Let's talk a bit of Winnipeg Jets. The Jets announced their alternate captains. Thoughts on that? Any problems? No, I mean, it's basically we got Mike, Mark Shrifley, Josh Morrissey, Adam Lowry. Those are the uh, three alternate captains. Yeah. Not really surprised by any of that. I thought maybe Ehlers would sneak in there. Um, PLD, probably if he signed a long-term contract, would have been in there. But I thought he would have been in there. I thought they'd use that to help. Uh, to try and get him. He's gone next year, man. He's gone. Yeah, it's kind of tough to give him an A and then have him wanting out at some point <sighs> in the season. So uh, a big step for Shifley. Shifley well, I mean, Shifley had an A last year, but, you know, there's no captain this year, so he's got to step up a little bit in that leadership role. Um, yeah. I can see him or Morrissey being the next captain of this team, depending on what happens this season. Lowry, good leadership role for him to finally get in there too. He's been with the Jets for a long time, so. 
He's always got a good presence on the ice. I think that I really like that one. Of all the assistants, I expected Morrissey. I expected Shifley. I was hoping Lowry because yeah. I think it's one of those moves that will help him help improve his game. Just like I thought maybe giving an A to PLD would might be convince him to stay a little bit more, give him, give him a chip. I think this hopefully will raise Adam Lowry's game to give him that A. Give him a leadership role, give him some accountability. And I think he's one of those guys who will call people out in the locker room if they're not doing their job. Yeah, you know what? It, 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 it's one of those roles because like we always used to talk about, it wasn't the best player on the team that was usually the captain, right? Back in uh-huh. the day in the 80s, 90s. It was just a good leader, right? So if Lowry can step into that, he's not the, the best player on the team, obviously. If yeah. he can grow into that captaincy, you know, position, then, hey, great. Then you got this guy who plays a, a hard game yeah. and it shows on the ice and more people will want to follow that. So Absolutely. it wouldn't be a bad choice there. Good choice for alternate captain, for sure. Yeah, I like these three. I like these three. Will it hey. help them win? I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> NHL hot topic. Will the goaltending changes in Toronto and Edmonton work? Let's start off with Toronto. Uh, the season hasn't started yet. And I've already said they know who we, we they know who we think they are. It's just Toronto's who, like Samsonov and Murray. Yeah. Well, even, really? even last night, Murray's first really? game, he, he started off strong, um, but he only faced, I think, what was it? 23 shots and he ended up giving up four. So yeah. Samson, I've played tonight, actually, and won the game against the Caps. Um, but, yeah, the defense is still not great. You know, it's the same guys. You know, nothing changed there. So, um, so you know, they're they're giving up a lot of quality chances. Like Murray in that first period made a lot of good saves from in close. Mm-hmm. Um, so, to me, the defense didn't really change. Uh, they don't have enough depth there. Depth, depth, oh, boy. In Toronto, you know, if an injury happens there at all. So, I don't think it's going to change much for Toronto. I think it's going to end up in the same kind of heartbreak. Maybe they win a round this time. Who knows? But still Did probably they? won't lead to a Stanley Cup. Did they let Samsonov play against Washington tonight? Yeah. And he won. And he won. Yeah. There you go. He was a little inspired. Uh, just like Matt Murray. Seriously? The past two seasons, the guy is under or over three goals against average, hovering around 90% save percentage. I don't know how that says starting goalie. And I guess Samsonov's young. a lot too. Yeah, Samsonov's yeah. young. Was the most he's played like forty games in the past couple of years. Yeah, well, it hasn't Not been even. too much, and he's been inconsistent too. So Samsonov is young, and he's also one who's below ninety percent save, above three goals against average, and like you said, Toronto doesn't have the D to support that kind of goalie. No, yeah, you're gonna yeah. basically need him to stand on his head at times. I mean, they struggled against Montreal a little bit yesterday, but better today against Washington. But when you play those better teams, um, you're going to, you, you need both the end goaltending to be on top of form. Absolutely. Absolutely. In that sense, that's why I'm taking Jack Campbell in Edmonton. He's just in a better situation. Uh, their defensive unit, not to say they're miles better than what they have in Toronto roster rise, but they have a good coach who plays a good defensive game. So I think the addition of Jack Campbell will help them go further, possibly the cup final, but I'm not taking it. Yeah. They need to, um, they need to get better. I mean, yesterday they still gave up a lot of shots. Campbell shaky at first, but when you got Connor McDavid getting a hat trick and, and all that, you know, you got a good chance of winning a game. So a little bit shaky on D we'll see where it heads out. But like you say, Woodcroft usually likes playing that more of a defensive game. He had to open up as they got down early yesterday. Um, but again, Edmonton kept pretty much the same D as last year. The only difference was Ryan Murray, um, who has never really been a great defenseman anyways, and has and moved around since his being drafted by Columbus. So, 
it'll be a long season. I do give, I'll agree with you on the edge Campbell so far. I mean, I'm surprised Toronto wouldn't have kept Campbell. He did pretty good for them last year. So we'll see. But I think both of these teams will end up faltering at some point because of their goaltending. Yeah, I think faltering for Edmonton would be not making the Western Conference final. Yeah. Or, yes. Yeah. But yeah, they, they should be back there. And I think they'll be disappointed if they don't make the Stanley Cup. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Toronto will be happy if they win around. That whole city. Parade time. Parade. Uh, <laughs> then you got a brickhead for the week. Uh, I do. Um, Steve Simmons, uh, Toronto Sun writer, uh, for his comments that uh, basically try to discredit Akeem Alou for his claims of racism in hockey um, and it not or basically destroying his career. Um, Basically, Simmons is saying because Akeem was not a good hockey player and bounced around from team to team, what he is saying is almost not true. Yeah. You know, and it's like, Absolutely. it's disgusting comments like that. It's like, doesn't matter. Even if he flamed out in junior or not flamed out, only made it to junior or, or played high school hockey. You know, you got to listen to his claims of this stuff. It's, it's yeah. He's not making it up and it doesn't make you an expert on it compared to him because yeah. he didn't play that many games in the NHL. Like this guy has been a bumbling fool since the 80s and 90s. This guy was on TSN on the reporters with Dave Hodges, and he was always the weakest, stuttering, idiotic panelist that was on that TV show. Is that guy where it's like, why is this guy on TV? Number one, he doesn't sound good. Number two, he has a radio face. So I don't know why this guy even gets a platform. Just, just be done with Steve Simmons. He's, oh, he's been over, uh, over day. He passes due date since the, the mid-90s, man. Get the clan out of here. That's all I got to say with that dude. Yeah, it's disappointing that guys just have to do stuff to try and get clicks or read their articles or whatever. It's like in this day and age, it's like, man, just, just write good stuff and people will, will listen to you or read you or whatever. Yeah. Or accept that, stuff or this kind of stuff is not needed. Accept or just accept that you're irrelevant and move on. You are yeah. irrelevant. Uh, shout out. Let's talk about some good people. I'm going to give a shout out to two Manitoba athletes who won the Tom Longboat Awards. It's the annual award presented to the top Indigenous athletes in Canada, and Manitoba swept it. Uh, we had wrestler Connor Church, who was a Métis wrestler from Winnipeg, and rower Leah Miller from Pimisikimak Cree Nation. I hope I said that right. Apologies if I didn't, but shout out to both of them for winning the Tom Longboat Award. Right on. Yeah, amazing. We swept it, Manitoba. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to another Manitoba team. Um, the uh, Winnipeg 1v1 Football Dreams Academy U15 girls soccer team. Um, yeah. They uh, went to PEI and won a uh, national title in Charlottetown. Nice. National soccer title. Yeah, I said they were a soccer team. Yeah, so shout yeah. out to them. Shout out to Manitoba and Winnipeg. Sweeping the shout outs and winning some good hardware out there this week. Benny, you got anything to say to our friends out there? You know what? Thanks a lot for listening to everybody. Thanks a lot for subscribing and uh, have a good weekend. And to steal from the famous words of Ed Whalen, in the meantime and in between time, that's it. Another edition of Ray and Benny Talk Sports. Hey, friends and neighbors, don't forget to check us out online on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at Ray Benny Sports. And don't forget to check out our YouTube channel. Leave a like, leave a comment, tell us what you think. Thank you.